Good afternoon. I'm Daniel Guest, and welcome to the Imagine Golf Podcast, brought to you by Imagine Golf and PXG. You can go to our site, imaginegolf.com, and see all of our offerings, including our free drills, our practice plans, our golf ebooks and videos, or to book a lesson with me, either at our state-of-the-art studio right outside of Philadelphia or virtually on golfliveapp.com. And you can sign up for our free tips and videos that go out once a week, every week, by simply dropping us your email. All right, so a little bit of a departure here today. Uh, we're always talking about things that are going to make you a better golfer and, and things that are going to help improve your golf swing, golf game, and golf in general. And I thought, you know what, why don't we flip the script a little bit and talk about things that um, absolutely are going to hurt your game, all right? Um, and I came up with a list, the top 10 list, if you would. There are no particular order, but um, the top 10 tips or, or things that absolutely are going to help you play your not best golf, all right? They're going to get in the way of you playing your best golf. And like I said, there are no particular order, but after all these lessons that I've done, after all these years I've been an instructor, man, I assure you, it's a pretty good list and that a lot of people are doing them, man. So first and foremost, and this might be the number one, but um, it's no coincidence that it's the first one that came up is, uh, is YouTube, right? YouTube and videos in general, right? There are more golf instructional videos than every other sport combined for a reason, right? It's easy to make videos. We make them ourselves as part of the biz, but um, we make them a little bit differently in respect to we make them for specific um, things that we work on on a daily basis or things we see on a daily basis. Um, and they're only relevant, even ours are only relevant to the students that have that particular challenge for that video, if you would. So um, if you're not taking professional instruction, I can almost guarantee you that you're looking at the wrong video or trying something incorrect. So um, look, they, 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 the video, whoever's doing the video, even if it's a fantastic video, they've never seen you swing. They've never met you. They know nothing about your swing. And just when you say that out loud, um, it's, it's negative, right? So, so stop, do your, do yourself a favor, stop. Um, you, um, by all means, watch all the videos you want. But to watch them from an instructional standpoint, I think is totally um, backwards, if you would. The second one, practice not like you play, right? Practice not like you play. Uh, we call it progressive practice at Imagine, where you actually pretend like you're playing a hole. You hit a, a driver, you hit your second iron, second club on in, usually a longer iron, um, depending on the situation, um, hit a wedge and, uh, and go from there, right? If you're one of those people that, you know, rolls up to the driving range with just their driver. Um, I'm speaking to you. If you're the guy that brings two wedges to the driver, I'm speaking to you. So um, let's let's practice like we play. All right. Um, I'm all for working on a certain club and working on certain things. I imagine we break it into seven, seven, seven. We did a whole podcast on that, but that protocol um, does exactly what this is talking about, where it makes your practice more like your play in that you're not hitting 50 balls um, with one club, uh, with one mat, or even without a target in mind, right? Um, and you're just hitting away into the, into, the, into the range, if you would. So make practice more like um, what you play. Get on grass if you can. Get in a bunker if you can. Uh, mix it up every once in a while if you can. So, um, hey, I mean, it just makes common sense, right? Practice what you're going to play. Um, number three, I see this all the time in playing lessons. Students aim at the pin every time. 18 holes, 18 shots at the pin. Uh, 17 don't make it, right? So 18 don't make it. Look, man, we should not be aiming at the pin, all right? 40% of the, 
of pros for or the pros. I mean, miss 40 miss the green 40% of the time. All right. So um, what are we doing? All right. Aim for the center of the green. All right. That as a general rule, just aim for the center of the green and you'll play better golf. All right. Number four, think too much, right? You know, you know who you are. Um, you're thinking about every swing mechanic you've ever been taught. If you would, there's a, a famous or infamous picture with a, um, a drawing, I should say, with a drawing of a golfer in the middle of it and all the things that people can say around it, you know, keep your head down, all this other stuff. Right. But you know what I'm talking about? You're thinking about way too much over top of the ball. We, I'd imagine we emphasize plan box, play box. We're going to do a podcast on that coming up, but you're planning behind the golf ball. Um, you're picking your target, you're picking your swing thought, all that stuff, what you're trying to accomplish. Uh, and then once you get in to the play box and you're standing over the ball, the only thing you're thinking about is the target. You're thinking about nothing else. So thinking too much is number four, right? Number five, keeping track of stats that don't matter. Right? <laughs> Whenever I see a double-digit handicapper, right, keeping track of stats like uh, just the general stuff, the same things that uh, the pros do, greens and regulation, um, uh, fairways and regulation, right? Um, I, I just, I think to myself, why, right? You're, 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 never mind that, you know, you hit eight penalty shots, right? You lost four balls, all right? You're worried about how many greens you hit in regulation. So stick to stats that matter, all right? I'd imagine um, we use the Hank Haney's three stats that make a big difference, right? Penalty strokes, two chips, and three putts. If you're a double-digit handicapper, those are the only stats that matter, I assure you. None of the other stats, um, plus, minus, what, whatever you're tracking, just stop it, right? Just, just absolutely stop it. Number six, green reading, right? I think so many uh, amateurs, they tell themselves they're a horrible green reader, and in reality, it's more about speed, right? So get on the putting green, spend some time. Um, you're probably not a bad green reader, but you're probably a horrible putter when it comes to the speed. You're probably short a lot or blow it past the hole a lot, or you miss the low side too many times, or you get what I'm saying. But speed kills more amateur golfers than green reading ever does. So if you tell yourself you're you know, a bad green reader, I get it, right? But if you're hitting the putt with the, the the ball past the hole, you know, 16 feet, it has nothing to do with your green reading, right? <laughs> and, you know, you're, you're going to buy, uh, you know, a, a putting aid, you're going to buy this putting aid or some device that builds a perfect stroke every time. And meanwhile, your speed is absolutely horrific. So um, let's make sure that we get in first and foremost, our speed down for putting, work on your green reading after that, and then go from there. You'll, you'll play your better, you'll play better golf. Um, number seven. Oh man, this one's a good one. Um, the cliches, right? You know what they are, right? Keep your head down, right? <laughs> Left arm straight, um, swing low and slow. Let the club do the work, you know, um, you know, all these things, you know, um, that your buddy is telling you, or God forbid the guy that you've never met before, he's hacking it up worse than you. And, you know, you just hit a bad shot and he looks at you and says, Hey man, you got to keep your head down. Right. I mean, all those cliches, all those crazy things. Um, eventually one of them will be accurate. I can guarantee you that not for the reasons you think they are, but they'll be accurate. But, um, yeah, let's not even worry about those cliches, right? Stop it. Just, just stop it. By the way, if you're the guy that gives advice on the golf course, stop it as well but certainly don't take it and certainly don't do it to yourself. All right. 
Number eight, uh, impatience, right? Golf is everything about patience, right? And if you're working on something or if you're trying to get better, give it a realistic time frame, right? Don't, don't take a golf lesson and expect to put something in play. You, you know, you swing over the top by seven degrees and in one hour you expect to fix that. In one week you want to knock off seven strokes, right? It, it just doesn't, it doesn't work that way, right? Um, you're, you're, you're on the course, you're, you're trying your new swing that you've been working on, if you whatever, and two or three shots into it, you go, you know, right back to what you know, right? And, uh, or your friend, you know, Michael has, you know, he's a plus 20 handicap and Mike's got a great idea and you saw him swing and he hit a couple good shots. You're like, hey man, I'm going to do that. I'm going to pause at the top of my backswing like Mike does. And, and, you know, just, again, I'm a big fan of when you say stuff out loud, right? Um, it, it sounds different. And just when you say that kind of stuff out loud, it just makes stupid. So um, it takes time right? Patience. Patience is number eight. It absolutely takes time. And if you're going to rush your golf game and you're going to rush your learning curve, um, you're never going to get good. All right. Number nine, you worry about building the perfect swing, right? You want your left arm completely straight. You want your right elbow tucked into your rib cage. You want, you don't want your left heel coming off the ground at all. You want your head not to move like Rory McIlroy. Um, I can go on and on, right? Um, never mind that on the PGA tour and the live tour, right? The professional tours that there are more, um, unique swings than ever, right. Than ever in golf's history, right? Ah, but what do they know? Right. They're, they're just, they're just out there hacking it around, right. <laughs> For millions of dollars. Right. So, you know, at, we, we, at imagine we call it a swing print, like a fingerprint, right? Everybody has a unique swing print. And what we're trying to do at imagine is we're trying to make that swing print more efficient every day right? We're not trying to change it. Now, clearly there are things and there's tenants in golf that, and basics and fundamentals in golf that we have to adhere to. Everyone has to adhere to, but by and large, your swing is your swing. So if someone's telling you to change your swing dramatically, or if you're trying to emulate someone on the tour um, and build that perfect swing, you better forget that, man, because it, it is definitely not going to happen. And you're doing yourself way more harm um, than you ever would if you just enhanced or worked on making your swing more efficient. All right. So that's number nine. Number 10, new equipment. All right. You're the guy, you know who you are, right? Your driver's been, you know, been bad for, you know, the last 10 years and you buy a new driver every 18 months, right? Um, you're losing distance like crazy. So you buy the latest, greatest driver that's going to get you 20 yards. And if that was true, um, year over year, you'd be driving the ball 400 yards by now. So we all, we, we know all that, all that marketing speak isn't true, right? You buy, you know, your, your irons are fine. Um, you got fitted for them. You don't like them anymore. And you go out and get another set of irons. Well, look, if, if you got money to burn um, and, you know, you're, you just like, you know, the new shiny object, have at it. But if you're looking for that to change your game, um, you're out of your mind. It just, it's just not going to happen, right? New equipment on a bad golf game is just that, a bad golf game with shiny new uh, uh, clubs. That's it, right? So, um, and at Imagine, we, we actually, I don't want to say we discourage new equipment, but we absolutely discourage people from buying equipment year over year just to get that shiny new object. And if they're not taking lessons or if someone says to me, hey, should I get new clubs or lessons? Well, that's a no brainer, right? Get lessons, right? Uh, we'd like to see you get lessons here at Imagine. But if you're going to not, you know, not do that, just get a lesson. That's money well better spent um, than new clubs ever would be. Um, but um, look, it's never the clubs, right? It's never the arrow. It's always the Indian kind of thing. So 
Um, and putters. Oh my God. How many of you out there have multiple putters, right? It's not the fact that you can't hit the ball straight. It's not the fact that you can't read a green and your speed is God awful. It's the putter, right? It's the fact that, oh, I've played with a blade for two years and I'm going to play with a mallet. Oh, and I just saw the, the long shafted mallet and that's got to be better, right? That's 39 inches. That's got to be better than my 36 incher. So, uh, I dropped 250, $400, $500 for a putter. So, Look, I'm being facetious and and uh, and critical a little bit, but really I'm not, right? It's not the equipment. So um, don't be the guy or girl that's always buying new equipment or falling for the marketing speak that you're going to get, you know, 20 yards extra this year. You're going to be that much tighter this year. They're, they're the the longest drivers they've ever made. They're the tightest dispersion clubs they've ever made. Sure they are. I bet they are. But if you got a bad golf game, it's not going to help, all right? So here we go. This is the list again, right? Just to go down it. Go down a... Uh, rabbit hole with youtube right you're 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 watching a ton of youtube videos number one number two your practice is nothing like what you play all right make that practice a little bit better a little bit make it a little bit more realistic get on the grass we talked about but make it more realistic you know um play some virtual holes if you would in your mind um on the driving range number three was aim at the pin every time number four thinking way 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 too much Number five, stats that don't matter. Number six, your green reading skills are horrible. You think your green, green reading skills are horrible. That's why you're a bad putter when, in fact, it's your speed or a million other reasons. All right. Um, number seven is those cliches, right? Those, those crazy cliches, that library of cliches um, that golfers have. Number eight is it takes time. You're impatient, right? You're way impatient with your golf game. You're impatient on the golf course. You're just impatient in general, um, and that can't happen in golf. Number nine, you're working on your perfect golf swing. You want to look like, you know, Jim Furyk. Actually, you probably don't want to look like Jim Furyk. That's funny. You want to look like Adam Scott. You want to look like Roy McIlroy. Um, you spend hours and hours trying to get that left arm to, to get straighter or get that heel, left heel, not to come up on your backswing or whatever. And, and all these things that you're working on that really don't matter. And number 10, you're an equipment junkie. All right. You're buying equipment um, left and right of center um, just to make sure you got the latest, greatest. And uh, that's our top 10 list, man, so, uh, of ways not to play your best golf. And let me give you one more bonus one. All right. This, this kind of encompasses all the 10. All right. There are so many different mindsets out there on how to swing, if you would. Right. There's a single plane theory, the dual plane theory, the no plane theory, the no turn theory. I mean, there's so many different theories, if you would, um, on how to swing a golf club. Right. And I'm constantly seeing people, guys and girls that try one of these theories, if you would. Right. The latest, greatest. They might even go to a golf school. All right and drop a bunch of money on it and try it out for two or three years and then try the next one and then try the next one after that instead of just playing the game just swinging like they have a club in their hand with not a single thought in their mind right i'm not i'm not disparaging any one of these these mindsets if you would or, or theories on the game i'm just telling you um none of the pros all right. Not a single one of them aspire. Well, maybe Bryson. Right? He's the only only one that I could think of. But outside of Bryson, right, they're just playing the game. All right. Heck, some of them don't even have swing coaches anymore. Right. They just swing the golf club like they know they can. So um, don't get caught up in in one of these theories, if you would, or one of these mantras or even cult like kind of uh, philosophies, if you would. Right. If they worked, 
I guarantee you there'd be someone on on tour using them. And, and, and I'll just pick one, single plane theory. There's not a single solitary professional on the tour, right, that swings a golf club on a single plane. Not a single one. So why in the world would you as a double-digit amateur try it? I, I don't get it, all right? I know, look, there's a lot of stuff out there on it. I met a couple people that teach it. They're great people, all right? Um, and I'm sure they're doing great things. I'm not a fan, and I imagine we're certainly not fans of it. So um, stick with what you got, all right? Let's make that a more efficient swing, all right? Let's get make your practice more purposeful, and I guarantee you, um, you'll be playing better golf, right? And don't do the, the previous 10 things um, that we just mentioned. All right. So look, that's all I have today on the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Hit the follow button on wherever you get your podcast and be sure to check out imaginegolf.com. Uh, and you can always follow us on our social media platforms. We're on all of them. All right. And uh, here's to getting you the game that you've always imagined. <laughs>